Pass First point guard and Blazer beat writer Mike Richmond. You're listening to another episode of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra at only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Stay tuned for the Ultra Player of the Week coming up later in this episode. Today's show is also the latest edition of Mailbag Monday, answering listener-submitted questions all episode long. We do this each week. I record it on Mondays and post it on Tuesdays. Uh, If you want to get involved, there's two ways to do it. You can email the show, lockedonblazerspod at gmail.com, or you can tweet at me, at Mike G. Rich on Twitter. Uh, helps if you tag it as Mailbag Monday, or just watch my Twitter feed on Mondays, uh, typically Monday mornings, this time Monday evenings, I was a little busy at work, but uh, watch my feed on Mondays, I will send out a tweet soliciting your questions, you respond to that tweet, and I will get you in the show. Neither snow, nor rain, nor heat, nor gloom of night stays mailbag from your ears so let's get it started the first question of the show comes from blogdon blogdonovich at bob underscore deager on twitter and also comes from scott at scott ptb 30 on twitter and both blogdon and scott ask wtf (laughs) yeah i know it has been quite a quite a weekend in blazerland I guess, I guess we'll talk about it in the rest of the episode. Stay tuned to find out um, what the F is happening. This next question comes from Katie Barrows at KT underscore Barrows on Twitter who asks, how do we clean up this mess quickly and make Dame happy? You know, that's that's the the problem here is that the Blazers, and this will this come up in a couple more questions throughout the show, the Blazers, the way to make Damien Lord happy is like, go back in time and make some different decisions so your team is in a better spot to like be more aggressive and contend like the Blazers have built a pretty good roster but not a team that's particularly close to winning a championship um they were this was the year that you know kind of because of all the injuries and craziness of the COVID season uh they you know, you would have just liked them to hang around in the fight a little bit longer and maybe things would have broke their way or, or they would have got lucky because certainly um, some other teams benefited a great deal of injury luck. The Blazers couldn't even take advantage of the massive injury luck they got in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, you make Dame happy by winning and um, winning for real, like probably something like playing in a game seven of a Western conference finals is like probably the level. And even then it might be too late. Like I, I, I just think Dame is frustrated in a way that he's never been frustrated. And it's also just the difference in being 27 and 31. Um, like maybe in your own professional life or your own personal life, like there's just a big difference as you continue to age and you, and you start to realize, um, you know, the, the sands in the hourglass or the ticking clock of, of father time, whatever, whatever you want to use. Like you just, there's just a, an undeniable aspect to aging and getting more anxious about missing out on opportunities to do things. And I think that's what Dame is experiencing right now. And he's, he's kind of acting out y'all. Next question comes from Tommy at WV Blazers fan on Twitter who asks, what do you think about all this nonsense talk that Dame could be traded now, traded now with Chauncey, with Chauncey as the new head coach? I don't think it's nonsense. I want to say this, and I not I, I recorded a podcast all about the about Chauncey Billups hiring and his his past and 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 fans being upset with it. And then at the end of the podcast, the Damian Lillard sort of news broke, and I, and I talked about that at the end of the podcast. But I'm not sure I was totally 100% clear there because I, I do have some listeners who have kind of maybe misunderstood my message. Um, 
I don't think Dame's mad about Chauncey Billups getting hired. I think Dame was mad, and this was an opportunity where he saw the Blazers uh, were getting some bad PR from the from the Blazers uh, from from the hiring of of Chauncey Billups, and he decided to use that opportunity to say you to say you guys screwed up. I had nothing to do with it, and if you keep screwing up, I might be out of here. I don't think it had anything to do with Chauncey. I think Dame signed off on Chauncey, but then. Um, he had a weekend where he's still mad, and I think this is him just planning his exit strategy. I don't think it's nonsense that Dame could get traded. I think the clock has started, and Dame will eventually be traded. I, I truly believe it. It's when, not if at this point. Next question comes from Tom Cogswell at Thomas Cogswell on Twitter, who asks, Neil argued that the team didn't advance farther because of coaching in the playoffs. So he hires a new coach. And if the reports are true, is intent on not making big roster moves this summer. This probably buys him a year, but does it convince Lillard to stay longer? This is just a move of self-preservation, right? Yeah, so there's been a couple different reports. Um, one from, I believe, Chris Mannix of, of WEEI in Boston, or on, on a radio show in WEEI in Boston, where he said that, that CJ McCollum had maybe been told that no trades were going to happen. And then there was a report in uh, the Bosnian news media, uh, where it was it's a video featuring Yusuf Nurkic, you can find it on YouTube. Uh, I think, I believe it was written up in Blazer's Edge and maybe a couple other places um, where Nurk is, does an interview and he, t- he tells the, uh, the local media there, and this is translated for me um, via Google Translate. I've looked it up on myself and used my own Google Translate, but I got the same results everyone else did, that um, Nurk, Nurk was told that only the coach was going to be fired and there was going to be no major trades. And that checks out with Neil Olshay's press conference uh, at the end of the season where he said that the new coach was going to have to, uh, you know, try to take this roster the next step without major trades. I don't really think I buy that, but there's a lot of signs pointing in that direction. Um, if like, there's a lot of reporting out there. I don't believe it. I believe the Blazers are going to actively try to trade CJ McCollum, but perhaps Damian Lord's unhappiness maybe makes you like recalculate how you fix the roster because maybe you don't go all in knowing that Dame's going to leave and, and you're going to want like, you know, other things to trade in young players. Like maybe you don't send out Anthony Simons and, and Nazir Little in a trade. If you know that Damian Lord is just like months away from demanding the hell out of there, you want to hold on to your young guys. So, I do think it might have changed the calculations a little bit, but um, having I, so either somebody's lying or, or um, Neil Olshay is stubborn to the point of self-sabotage because this roster needs some changes and probably some dramatic changes really to take a step forward. But um, it seems like maybe he doesn't necessarily want to do that, which I think will be a nice case study for um, the s- certain population, certain sector of the fan base that believes that the Blazers were like a championship level team and that Terry Stotts' coaching held them back. Like part of me just what part of me just says, yeah, let's do it. Let's run. Let's literally run back the same roster and just just test it out like let's see if Chauncey Billups is like that good of a head coach to push this team (laughs) like enough of an upgrade to push this team like I would love I would love the controlled experiment I think that would be I think it would be fascinating we got to give out some hardware here it's time to give out the Michelob Ultra player of the week but listen it hasn't been the type of week that embodies the things that Michelob Ultra wants this spot to embody we're not talking when we're talking about the Portland Trailblazers right now. Things like joy and happiness and enjoyment those are those are not necessarily at the forefront. So this week, the the Michelob Ultra Player of the Week is you, dear listener. It's you. 
It's you. Because if you're listening to this podcast, you are searching for your joy. If you're a regular listener, you know that I have... uh, I have often said that you've got to cling tightly to your joy when you're a fan of a, of a team that's maybe not going to win the championship or just a fan of any team because bad stuff is often on the horizon. So when you have a moment that you can say, I truly enjoy this, you got to cling tightly to it. And if you are here listening to this podcast in this week, in this moment in time, find that happiness. Remember it, because I know you're searching for it. And listen, it's not all going to be storm clouds ahead. It's it's not all little black rain clouds. But this is the beginning of a pretty monumental shift. And I think the rest of this week is going to still be uh, challenging. So listen, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. And only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. There's more to enjoy with Michelob Ultra. Joy creates success. And enjoyment isn't the end game. It's the whole game. Right, let's keep it rolling on this glorious Mailbag Monday. Our next question comes from Derek W. Wyatt at Derek W. Wyatt on Twitter who asks, Who will be the first to find a new team? Dame? CJ? Nerf? Or they all manage to stay together? That would be great. Wouldn't that be great? If, if, if this crew stays together, they make the NBA Finals, they hold up a Larry O'Brien trophy next June, and and all of this, all of this bad week, the bad, the bad feelings of this week, the negativity kind of just disappear, and they become a an asterisk in a wonderful story. But if I had to guess, it'd be CJ McCollum. Uh, Nurk is—he's an expiring contract, and it's hard to trade those in the summer because teams either want them as like a rental at the trade deadline or. Um, or they want players under like longer term control. Having like a one year rental is not as um, enticing if teams don't know how good they're going to be or all the, or sort of, or like if this one piece would put them over the top. Um, It's not like he's a non-starter or whatever. It doesn't make him like less sexy to trade. I just think, um, I I think Nurk uh, without an extension is a question mark to walk. And then like teams are going to, teams will wait, they'll wait. Right. Um, And then, then there might be a big clamoring for him in the future. Um, say at the trade deadline if depending on what's happening with the trailblazers i don't think cj is very easy to trade like i think um more than that in a second but like i i don't think that's easy to do um but he seems like the he's it's i think it's just time right like the blazers to do it like i said maybe dame's unhappiness changes the calculation a little bit and makes the blazers like a little more hesitant but you could still find a deal for cj mccollum that would um maybe not cash in all your young young players and picks and and then still set you up for a future or maybe just jettisoning cj mccollum's money regardless of what happens with dame is appealing to some extent like i i think cj would be the first to find a new team i would rank them cj nurk dame but i think there's a pretty good chance nurk and dame leave um at roughly the same time but yeah cj nurk dame next question comes from jason reyes at jason underscore reyes underscore on twitter who asks it seems that getting a second all-star this offseason is the only thing that could keep dame in portland but how how the friggin heck do we land one i don't know how the friggin heck they land one um they don't have particularly good trade assets uh they you know they don't have a pick in this draft uh they you know even their young players Nas and ants are like intriguing but they're not like you know they don't look like future stars or whatever you're not trading a that's not a shay Gilles alexander type of player to land you a paul george um 
it's not Brandon Ingram to land you an Anthony Davis. Like it's, those are just, those are like, you know, rotations, solid, maybe potential future starter types. Um, not all-star upside in, from what I'm seeing. So, um, I don't know is the answer to that question. Uh, you trade CJ and picks and hope that a situation presents itself. Honestly, you're kind of just waiting for there to be another disgruntled superstar that you could move on and, and make the deal for. And unfortunately, that disgruntled super, superstar showed up at your office. Dang. Next question comes from Dan Zeal at Dizzy Zebo on Twitter who asks, Assuming Jody Allen's plan was to sell sooner rather than later, you think... You'd have to think trading away your most marketable star would be bad for business, right? Yeah, I've seen this this logic. In fact, I think Sean, I believe Sean Hyken at Bleach Report, um, former guest on this podcast uh, and Portland, Portland local Portland media member, um, wrote that tr- that the Blazers would be more likely to hold on to Dame because of the sale of the team. But I, I just don't. I straight up don't buy that logic. I don't follow it. Um, Damon Lord's owed $200 million. The most expensive thing that an owner in the NBA is responsible for are the salaries. Um, If the Blazers could get significantly cheaper, that might make them more appealing to trade or to to sell because whoever's buying the team is anticipating a long-term hold. That means like they are going to have the team for a decade or more, right? And let the the appreciating appreciating asset become more valuable and then sell the team down the line. You know, 10 plus, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years you know from when a two billion dollar investment becomes a 10 billion dollar investment teams are very expensive by the way um so i i don't think getting cheaper in year one or whatever and being bad is really like a um bad teams also appreciate in value uh is what i'll say uh you can i don't think i know that other people have teased out that logic dizzy zebo but um i'm not following it necessarily next question comes from brandon sprague at brandon sprague on twitter who asks who would you pick in an arm wrestling match me or eric garcia gunderson these are two former guests on this on this program uh brandon sprague is the host of dirt and sprague host of dirt and sprague uh six to nine a.m weekdays on 1080 the fan here in portland also available on the odyssey app uh eric garcia gunderson he was on the podcast literally last week a uh, great episode it, it i posted it on friday if you haven't listened still totally relevant um touches on a lot of the stuff we touched on here uh, i'm going to... you know i've hooped with gundy um He's got moves. I've never hooped with with Sprague, but I'm gonna I'm gonna lean Sprague because like I I just don't know. Um, I just I'm just I'm I want to hedge here, but I'll I'll lean Sprague. But I'm I'm nervous. All right, I'm nervous for picking against Gundy. Next question comes from Vic the Boy at Go for So Go for So on Twitter. Vic the Boy asks. With the turn of recent events, is Olympic basketball going to be a recruiting event for Damian Lillard to bring someone to the into the Blazers or for others to recruit Dame out? Yeah, on the podcast I just mentioned with Eric Garcia Gunderson, we joked about which players Dame would recruit to Portland. Then a couple days later, Dame kind of planted his flag and said, I'm 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 wanting to leave town. So I'll lean the other way. Um, I'm leaning that it'll be a recruitment ground for the I don't know. There's like there's a couple bucks on the team, but that doesn't seem very likely. Brad Beal. It'll be recruiting ground for Brad Beal. That that's who it'll be. Uh, Brad Beal will um, will swing some sort of uh, multi-team deal with with Westbrook and Dame salary matching each other to get Dame to, to get Dame to Washington. That's that's how it's going to work out. Next question comes from Alex Duncan at Alex P Duncan on Twitter, who asks. 
Dane is normally very media savvy, but between his endorsement of Jason Kidd and his reply to the random Toronto fan who is criticizing him on Twitter, it seems like he is shooting from the hip and not thinking things through. Have you seen a dramatic shift like this before? Yeah, I mean, I've seen it. Like I said, I've this is like a... Um, I don't mean to like play armchair therapist, but like this is a normal thing as you age to get less patient, more anxious, more more nervous about the the deeds you have yet, the things you've yet to accomplish, and whether you're de- whether the things you've done, the deeds you've done, are like make you the person you want to be. I don't think Dame's been like this because I don't ever think Dame's been this old in this situation and and felt like he's stuck in the hamster wheel. He really wholeheartedly believed he could get it done in Portland, and maybe reality slapped him in the face over the last 12 months he also has had a really really difficult personal life um you know a bunch of uh people in his inner circle pass away from um from covid and other diseases and from gun violence like he's had a really a really brutal last 15 months or so so some of this might just be like the the world isn't as soft as it used to be and dame is hardening around it um I also kind of think both the I want Jason Kidd and now like responding to a Toronto fan, I didn't know about this, were subtle ways to attack Neil Olshay. I think Damon Lillard is fed up with Neil. That is my that is my read on this. Um, I think this is, I think Dame is, has had it with Neil and the franchise has kind of just keeps on rolling with Neil and I think Dame is over it. I, I really do. Next question comes from... Ben Matasar at Matasar on Twitter who asks, are you staying safe in this heat? Yeah, it's, it was 115 degrees today in Portland. By some measurements, Portland, Oregon was the hottest place on earth. Uh, if it wasn't the hottest place on earth, basically, I, depending on what sort of charts you looked at, it was among the hottest places on earth. That's not good. Uh, that's, that's not good for the planet. That's not good for uh, my work day, but I'm fine. I'm staying safe. I've we've been hanging out in the basement a lot. We're staying safe. I hope everyone is staying safe too. Drinking a lot of water and checking on um, your neighbors and friends who are maybe less mobile or maybe houseless and um, don't have access to the things, um, you know, central air conditioning or or neighbors or connections to neighbors with central air conditioning or just cold easy access to cold drinking water or a place to get out of the shade. I hope we're all um, doing our best to make sure that uh, people that cannot take care of themselves as easily as, as some of us are, are, um, are being looked after because, uh, it is just, it is dangerously hot out there. I mean, that's what it is. It's dangerously hot. So, uh, you know, just keep that in mind. Thank, thank you for checking in on me. And I hope whenever this, wherever this is reaching you in your ears, you are also staying safe as best you can. All right, let's come back in the third segment, close out the show with more of your questions for this glorious mailbag Monday. But first, Let's talk about bet online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing. The NHL's in, in its final series. The NBA playoffs are darn near the NBA finals. And you've also got uh, NWSL regular season. You've got MLS regular season. You got WNBA's regular season. You got UFC and MMA action. You got horse racing. You name it, you can get in on the action at betonline.ag. So don't sit on the sidelines. Don't don't wait for that next puck to be dropped or the next ball to be tipped or that first pitch to be thrown. Just get over on get over to betonline.ag 
on your computer or your mobile device and sign up today and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Today's show is also brought to you by rockauto.com. It's the family business that's been specialized in helping do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. You can save time and money. And I'm talking a whole bunch of money. Why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain auto store or a car dealership? You don't have to do that. You can trust the family business that, like I said, has been doing it for two decades. The prices are always reliably low and the same for every customer. Whether you are a professional mechanic or a do-it-yourselfer, this is the place you need to go. And they've got everything you could need from brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. So go explore their easy-to-use website and find a solution to all your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box. That way they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Still a pass first point guard. Still Mike Richmond. Still listening to Locked on Blazers. This next question comes from Charles Pettigeen. Maybe Charles Pettigeon. Uh Charles Pettigee on Twitter asks, If Dame successfully forces a trade, how will that impact his legacy in NBA lore? If he's not able to win a ring that his brand was built on loyalty. We've reached the point where in the wise words of J-Rock, win, 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 win. You know what? Let's just hear from J-Rock himself. Win, 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 win. Yeah. Fuck everything else. Win, 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 win. So how will the J-Rock approach affect Damian Lord's legacy? Uh, it'll be interesting, right? Like, um, it depends on how amicably the split ends up being. Like, if the Blazers kind of, I don't know, bottom out. That's I, I think they're too good to just like straight up bottom out. But if they, if they mediocre out again next year where they're like the you know, the 10th best team in the NBA and they lose in the first round of the playoffs and you're like, hey, they're pretty good yet again. Um, that's going to feel really bad. Like, <laughs> that's how expectations work. Like, that's going to feel really terrible if they're like pretty good again. Um, if they're the fifth, if they're the sixth best team in the West, it's going to feel like just, it's going to be a, the worst, the worst like competitive team that you could possibly field. Um, but you know, and, and if and if it just sort of comes to the end of the line and, and, and the Blazers sort of find an amicable split, then yeah. But if there's more like, um, you know, kind of trashing the, you know, th- veiled threats in the media and kind of um, animosity all year long, either behind the scenes that we find out about later or sort of like just like public animosity, which I don't think will happen because I think that's not Dame's style. Like he's very intentional about how he does this stuff um it's it is in a it is a very specific way where he's not putting his name on it so he has plausible deniability and i think he will remain maintain that approach but if he forces a trade it will change a little bit of the way people think about him um you know uh the guy who built a whole brand on loyalty but there also is just like there'll be a certain point where it's where you where i think the loyalty is like man he was really loyal and 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 look look he's it's he he's earned this opportunity because i think the way people think about um guys who've bounced around obviously chris paul isn't forced to trade but he's he's been moved a bunch and he's, he's he hasn't always got along with teammates and all of his stops but you know you'd look 
if, if the Suns make the finals, like this dramatically changes Chris Paul's legacy and the way we think about him. Like if, if Dame goes somewhere and he's the, you know, and he's the one a, or the, the, the best player or the, or the debatably best player on a championship team. Like you'll remember him as just a straight up Clyde Drexler, right? Like you'll remember him as maybe the, arguably the greatest blazer of all time. And then a dude who won a championship somewhere else. And, um, you know, we'll be celebrated for that win. Um, hopefully Dame doesn't relocate to wherever that, <laughs> wherever that is and become part of their broadcast and never associate with the trailblazers ever again, under any circumstances go full Clyde. But, um, I think they will take, I think it'll be based on the circumstances. I think it'll be tough to square a a person who built a great deal of their brand on loyalty versus asking out, like, you know, saying, listen, I know I've got three, four years left in this contract. It depends on when when it happens. It could be two, right? But, uh, Depends on when it happens, but I think there's um, the the way and how it goes down will define a lot of sort of how we think about Dame's legacy. But I, uh, thanks for this question because um, I I think one guys play a little J Rock and two uh, I I think this this I think that matters to Dame. I think part of that matters to Dame is 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 his how he's perceived. Um, so um, he that will play into how the dynamics politically go for the next few months and maybe year next question comes from neil olshay is a soap opera actor playing pretend <laughs> come on at s vandervoort on twitter um svandervoort you're always coming with the heat svandervoort asks if you were a player for the portland trailblazers at this very moment in time with all the goings on where would you be on vacation Sheesh. I mean, it's hot. Like I'm, I'm sweating in the podcast studio, y'all. Uh, I would be, I mean, I'll probably be in on the beaches of North Carolina cause, um, I'm not dreaming big and that's home. I'd love, I'd love to be, my parents are at the beach right now in North Carolina. I'd love to be out there with them swimming in the, swimming in the ocean with my mom and dad. Um, that sounds really nice right now, but that's, that's me as like a, with like a normal adult salary. Um, if I was a super millionaire, I think I would, I would bring my mom and dad and my, and my wife and maybe my cat if he wants to come too. And we'd go to like Alaska or something. Is it, where is it cold right now? Um, yeah, I think we'd go there. I think we'd go to Alaska. Um, we'd go to, we'd go to Homer. We'd go to Seward, uh, the Kenai Peninsula. We'd, we'd, We'd go to Katmai and see the see the grizzlies. It'd be a jolly old time, and it hopefully wouldn't be that hot. That's another that's another pretty shitty millionaire vacation I just dreamed up. Okay, I go. I join Magic Johnson in Greece. I take the fam. We go to Greece. Okay, um, wonderful food, beautiful beaches. Uh, you know, obviously historic setting. Uh, yeah, we go to Greece. That's how. That's what you're supposed to do when you're a millionaire. I gotta. I. I um. I gotta dream bigger. Next question, final question of the show, comes from AALax at AALax1 on Twitter who asks, you wake up tomorrow as Jody Allen, what actions, if any, are you taking with the organization, with your organization, the Portland Trailblazers? I'm I'm selling the team. First thing, if the estate is settled and it's cleared, I'm selling the team. I, I don't want to deal with this. It's messy and annoying. I don't need hobbies. I could have two and a half billion dollars or two billion dollars or something. I mean, I already have, I'm Jody Allen. I already have access to a whole bunch of money, but give me a little bit more. Who cares? But if I'm Jody Allen, like if it's me, my brain or whatever, and um, I'm going to take that $2 billion and build affordable housing in Portland and help 
respond to the homeless crisis. I am going to crack down on homelessness by putting people in homes. It's a radical plan I've got. Yeah, give me two billion bucks. That's that's what I want to do. I listen. I just dreamed up. I just my my dream like millionaire basketball vacation was to go to Alaska with my family. I have practical dreams, y'all. And one of my practical dreams is that all of the people in our community can be safe. Tomorrow is a big day in Blazerland. Uh, they're not going to sell the team and build affordable housing. Uh, nobody's going to Alaska. No one's probably going to get traded either. But. Blazers have a press conference Tuesday, uh, when you're, maybe when you're listening to this today, maybe when you're listening to this, it just happened. Uh, but as I'm recording this on Monday evening, uh, the Blazers have a press conference scheduled for Tuesday in which they will announce, officially announce Chauncey Billups as the head coach of the organization. Uh, Billups, unlikely to be there. Uh, the Clippers are still in the playoffs. They're preparing for game six. So at least as of right now, as I'm recording this um, on Monday, they haven't announced uh, exactly how it's going to go down. Uh, maybe I'm just not privy to that information right now, but uh, we'll see what happens. It's going to be a big day. It is regardless of who speaks. Uh, Neil Olshay will, will be up there regardless if he's joined by Chauncey or, or whatever it is. Uh, this, is a, this is a big day for considering all of the things that have happened over the last couple days. So uh, look for Wednesday's show to... Talk about what we heard. Discuss what we heard because this is going to be a big moment. Um, the last time Neil addressed the media, it was very strange, and the only things have gotten happenings have been stranger and more chaotic and worse. Actually, I think is the word I want to use around the franchise since then. Uh, not, the things have not gotten better for sure. So. Uh, Obviously, a huge one um, Tuesday, so be sure to look in your podcast feeds Wednesday for audio and reaction to uh, to what we heard uh, and and the Blazers introducing their their new head coach and all that all of the details that come with that. Uh, tell your friends about this podcast if they if they uh, if they're Blazers fans, or if you're a Blazer fan, or um, or if you're just you know looking for <laughs> looking for some positivity in your life. Um, I'll, I'll try to steer us towards the light during a dark time in Blazer land. Uh, if you're looking for this podcast or, or friends of yours are, they can find it wherever they already get podcast. Just search Locked on Blazers. We'll be there waiting for you. Appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon.